What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. We have a very special guest zooming all the way in from Nashville. And yes, it's nice there, unlike here in the Chicagoland area. Please welcome Monica Snyder. She is on a mission to end businesses that are really jobs in disguise. Monica, I've had a great conversation with you so far. Please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background. Absolutely. I'm Monica Snyder, and I am actually a software developer. I've been coding for 35 years since I was eight years old. And um, I worked in corporate America, and I was building all these amazing systems that made millions of dollars for these huge companies. And one day, I really wanted to go to Oktoberfest in Germany, (laughs) right? And I was living in Los Angeles, and I really wanted to go to Oktoberfest. And I looked up, and I only had one day of vacation. And I was like, ooh, Okay. So, you know, it's not like, you know, this is social media. I can't pretend to be sick and fly across the world. Uh, so I ended up flying across the world for two days and coming back, it was insane. And then I was like, this has got to end. Like they have too much control over my time. And so I, um, I figured out that it was time to leave and I left and I was like, I make all these, this money for these other people. And, um, and I can figure out how to replace my six figure developer salary because developers are very well paid. Sure. as they should be. Um, but so then I did that and guess what? It worked beautifully. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. But then eventually I did figure it out. Um, I figured out marketing and sales, marketing and sales. And so, because I had to, and then I figured out business stuff and now I run a successful business and I help other people do the same. That's fantastic. So you didn't just uh, like succeed right out of the gates. No, not even close. Like, (laughs) no, I partnered with, so when I left corporate, I partnered with two other people. One was my best friend at the time. And then somebody she had partnered with. So I like came into that business. We are still best friends. No worries. Good. That's good. Um, That can ruin people. That can ruin relationships. It can. And luckily, you know, our friendship uh, has stood the test of time. She's amazing. Um, She's actually off building her own different company now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's, um, she's fantastic, but you know, that, that went really bad. And then I was actually like living in my aunt's house and I couldn't pay the rent. Like I went from like a nice developer salary to like not being able to pay the rent. Um, and a friend from high school knocked on the door to serve me papers from my credit card company. Cause they were suing me. So I, cause I couldn't pay them either. Yeah. And so like, it was so embarrassing because I answered the door looking like a complete bum. Cause I, I mean, I, I, you know, and like, here's my friend from high school. And this was like years later, I was like, I am too old for this. So yeah. I pulled myself together, went back to corporate for, with a consulting gig just because I knew and then figured the rest of it out because, but that was my turning point. I was like, okay, this is, this is no, this is not okay. But that's very inspiring though. I think a lot of people, you know, people that, uh, that are out there that might have this idea of being an entrepreneur and that's a completely different, you go from complete security to no security at all. And you hit, you know, you hit rock bottom, but you, you picked yourself back up and now you're thriving. And I think that some people obviously, well, some people have this idea that, oh, entrepreneurship is so great. this, that you have all this freedom, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's true. But you also have all the risk. And then other people are so afraid of that risk that they don't ever go off and try to do anything that they might want to have always done. So you've, You've actually, you faced it all and now you are thriving and successful and um, amazing. I love, I love the story here where you said you were living the laptop lifestyle and you were, you did a software launch and you were in a hostel in New Zealand. Talk about, talk about that a little bit because that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, after I had picked myself up, moved back to Los, well, moved to Los Angeles for a corporate 
consulting gig that took very little of my brain power. So I could work on my stuff at <laughs> night. Like that was intentional. And I want people to know, like, you know, some people are like, oh, well, then, you know, you didn't cut it. I'm like, no, I went and found revenue to fuel yeah. my money, like to fuel my dreams. Right. I used other people's capital, like they were using my brain, but like they were paying me for my brain part of it. Cause like, it was such a mind numbing. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> but like, I was like, I have to, I have to eat, like I have to pay things. Yeah. And then by the way, I did completely pay my aunt back all the past rent, all the stuff Aww. got caught up. I paid off all the bills, um, got completely debt-free, which was a big deal for me. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I need to do that to teach me. <laughs> um, you know what? It's hard work. Like I'm not going to lie. It's super hard work. And, um, I, but I will give you one tool that, that was incredibly helpful. It's called you need a budget.com. It's Y N A B. Um, they, so their system just really resonated with me and I actually still use it to this day. So, um, I've been using it for, oh gosh, like years and years now. So okay. as long as they've been around basically, um, Anyway, I didn't mean to like plug that software, but they, they're no, so good. Right. It's like cool. super cheap. Yeah. It's like $5 a month or something. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's how I, that's how I got debt free. But in the meantime, I was like single and living in Los Angeles and like having, you know, so much fun doing that. And, um, you know, obviously I like to travel cause that's what got me out of corporate. And so I was like, huh, I want to go to New Zealand and Australia. I've always wanted to go there. Um, and so I took off by myself because none of my friends from corporate could go. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Trade off. And, um, so I was down there and I was working with my business partner at the time and he, uh, I, I built software for him with him and he would do the promotion, the marketing. And so, uh, by the time the marketing comes around, like it's time for me, I'm my part's done, right? The software is built. It's ready right. to go. So I had built it. I had checked everything that morning as the launch kicked off. Uh, we sent the email launch kicked off and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go bungee jumping now. So I went bungee jumping and I did the big Canyon swing and it was so much fun. And when I got back, I logged on to see how things were going and we had five figures. And I was like, wow, that's, I like this. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Holy cow. Yeah. So we all want to figure out how to do that. So why don't you tell us what you do now, Monica, with, um, ending businesses that are really jobs in disguise. Yes. So what happens when we become entrepreneurs, we normally start with trading our time for money, right? So you start as a consultant or a coach, or, um, you know, you start like an agency, something like that, where you have skills. So say you have skills in sales, right? So you may say, okay, well, I'm going to go coach sales departments or consult sales departments of big companies on how to land huge deals. And you go find some clients given your network. And that's generally how a lot of people leave corporate and start. Sure. But all you've done really is raised your rates, but you've also raised your taxes. You've also raised all your costs. <laughs> like you've, you got to pay for a lot on your own then. And so I think that a lot of people don't realize that. And then they get stuck there because then it's like, they do realize that. And then they don't yeah. know how to systemize anything because they were always in another business that had the systems built for them. Right. 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 And so then I went, so like, I also, when I was 16, um, I worked at McDonald's and McDonald's is like the king of systems, right? And so if you start to think of your business like McDonald's, like they have the same hamburger, the same French fries all right. over the world, yeah. right? Yeah. How do they do that? They do that with systems and delivery of those systems. So um, this is that my real genius is systems. And so that's what you have to figure out. You're like, okay, well, if I'm going to teach people how to do sales, okay, what is my signature system? What is it that's different about what I do that gets me better results than other people? And then you put that together 
And now we live in a world where you can package that up as like a course, an e-learning course, and you can sell it with automated systems called sales yeah. funnels. So that's, you that's automate what it. You do? So that's what you what? do for people? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. So I build these systems for people that um, are packaging up their knowledge and selling it to other people who want that knowledge. And I make sure that they have the right people to sell it to so that they know, you know, because not everybody is a right fit for your knowledge, but right. you right. definitely have some knowledge that other people need. But the key <laughs> point is that you systemize it and like you package it up, you know, and put it out there like that, because otherwise you're still telling people with your voice instead of telling them with a video, which is infinitely scalable. Yeah, this is very true. Um, I love that. And actually I, I recorded with a man yesterday who wrote a book called Viable and he was an investment banker and um, he did it for over 12 years. And he talked about, he actually told a story about one person who was able to, who was, was uh, like a, um, very um, attractive to sell versus that versus someone who was not. So the people that were really attractive to sell had put all the systems in place so that they, when they went to sell their business, all they had to do was turn over the keys within two weeks. Whereas this person over here was generating a lot more, a lot more income, and had a higher profit margin, but they had no systems in place. So that that it was not as attractive to buy for an investor versus the other one where they had yes. everything in place. So. Um, I thought that was very interesting. So any of our entrepreneurs that are out there, this is, you know, Monica would be someone that you might want to talk to about um, helping with those systems, because especially this day and age with how, how we, I mean, we're digital technological, it's only going to get more, more in depth, more, you know, more digital, what have you. Um, so I think it's very, very in, important for business entrepreneurs to have that in place. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Ho, 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 ladies. The holidays came early, not only for you, but for your man here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Also, this awesome refined cologne. It smells so sexy. My man loves it. I love him wearing it, especially after he's all clean shaven, using the lawnmower 4.0 and trimming those nasty nose hairs and those ear hairs. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies? It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code labelfree20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's right, ladies, 20% off and free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. Yes. And I, then you could take a vacation if your <laughs> business is running without you. Because that's the other thing is like, we all get burnt out because we're trying to do too many things. So Yes, actually. And you talked about that. When you are an entrepreneur, you, you spend more time on your business than you would at your corporate job. Oh, heck yes. So your time is even more valuable. And, you know, even with this podcast, I'm finding like my time is so valuable right now because I'm so invested in this. And I'm, you know, I love talking to all these amazing people like yourself that I'm, I'm getting very, very picky as to where I spend my time and who I'm, what I'm committing to, because, um, no, <laughs> exactly. And if you were trading your time for money, then I would say it's time to raise your rates. So you weed out those people that are not a great fit for you. You're awesome. Okay. Here. I like this question. I'm going to, I'm going to defer to some of your questions here. How to automate business systems so you can gain balance or do other things. So how do you do that? 
Yes. So the way that I do that is that first we figure out what can and cannot be automated, sure. right? So if you are having a conversation with a client and you have this basically same conversation with all your clients, right? So, you know, generally you get sort of this onboarding system going when you're working right. with clients or, you know, consultants, because it's the same setup in the beginning, right? So whatever you're saying over and over, or you're doing over and over, that is the pattern that can be systemized. Okay. Not everything can be systemized. Um, and so, or it can be, but you got to have another human involved sometimes. Sure. So you just figure out what those things are. And then you're like, okay, so what is one step of this that I could put in some sort of automation? So again, going back to that client example, if you are always saying the same things to your clients, what you might do is just record a video of like, Hey, here's everything you need to know and make like a worksheet or a form that they fill out on something like blue forms or type form or something like that. And then they get you that information. And then you no longer have to have the one-on-one conversation with them. Right. Right. And so that frees up a little bit of your time, maybe an hour per client. Right. And then you just keep adding those kinds of things. And then before you know it, like, you know, you've got 10 hours a week. That's all been automated. Yeah. You know, email and video and technology and sales pages and things like that. That's a really great tip. And I think, yeah, I think people don't realize that there are so many resources out there to do that. And so someone like you that can actually um, introduce them to them is invaluable. So well, going off of that question, so what kind of businesses are, do you think can, can really benefit from that kind of automation? Um, I think just about any business can. So okay. let's take, for example, um, one of my best friends has a CrossFit gym, right? Oh, okay. Okay. So local business, you got to physically be there, right? So like, how could he use automation to free up some of his time? Well, there's several ways, but one that he actually just implemented with a huge success was email marketing to remind people of when their classes would, when they signed up for a class, okay. right? Because what was happening in his gym is that people were not showing up when they said that they would. Yeah. And so he just sent out an email and then he added text messaging. And then people like think that he is a genius because they think it's really him messaging because like they don't understand tech at all. And so they're like, how are you messaging me every single time? It's my class time. Like, <laughs> like they don't even realize that it's like an automated system that's tied in to when they signed up. Yeah. So yeah. So something just as simple as that. So now his class rates are higher, but what happens then is the side effect of people show up and then they, you know, they post it on social media. Oh, I'm at the gym. And then people see that their friends see it. More people come in and he gets more clients. Yeah. No, I love the whole SMS text tool. I have not yet done that myself. I probably should, especially when I'm getting ready to release an episode. I think that would be great to drive more people, drive more eyes to my, my channel. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it, so when I get those from some of the different businesses that I've like signed up for, I'm like, Ooh, sale, you know, and I'm still, you know, so it's very, very powerful. I mean, I know just from a consumer standpoint that I love it. I'm like, you know, just to get those, like, Oh, I get a 20% off sale today. Yeah. I'm buying that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and that's, so that's to me a distribution channel, right? Yeah. So in, in all businesses, you have a product and it has to get distributed, right? Distributed. Mm -hmm. I said that sort of weird, but that's all right. Um, we understood. So, <laughs> right. So your email list. So if you ever talk to me, your customer list to me is the biggest asset in your business ever. Um, so I always want you to have that list, be relate, be in a relationship with that list, like talking to them, like listening to them, giving them what they need, you know, just like you would be in a relationship in real life. So one of the things I'm super big on is because, you know, relationships stand the test of time, whereas marketing doesn't always. Right. 
And so, yeah, so that distribution channel of like them giving you their email or their phone number is like a big deal. (laughs) That means they're invested in you as a brand and as a company. So um, get all the, get them all and send the messages. (laughs) I actually, so I saw someone, so because I'm I'm into podcasting, I I follow different people on LinkedIn, some, you know, experts. And uh, one of the pieces of advice that the expert said was, if you, when you meet someone to tell them about your, um, tell them about your podcast and just grab their phone and just subscribe for them or sign up for your email list. I'm like, I don't know if I can actually grab someone's phone and put type that all in. I feel like that's a little intrusive, but. Well, I, I mean, so, okay. I'm going to change your mind on this. Like, have okay. you ever like handed somebody your phone to type their phone number in so that yes. you didn't have to do it? Same concept. Just be like, oh, you know, I know how to find it easy. You want me to do that for you? Like True. You, you do this with your phone number, like totally do it with your podcast. That would be amazing. I mean, don't snatch their phone out of their hand. That's rude. But like, you know, if we're talking and you're like, I just see someone walking on the street here, give me your phone. Right. I'm subscribing you to my podcast. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So we kind of talked about this, but, um, how do you build relationships and revenue with your audience? Oh yes. So one of my favorite topics So you first act like a human being that is a generally human being that other human beings might like. Now you got to find your own people, right? We all resonate with our tribe, right? That's not to say other tribes are bad. They're just not yours. Um, And so you do that by being you authentically. And when you're doing that, you're actually building a personal brand. So it's a little bit different for a personal brand versus like, you know, a big retailer brand, right? Right. Um, and so, you know, I talked about McDonald's, McDonald's, you've got a different relationship with them because it's not a human, but right. in a lot of these businesses that I work with, you know, it's like authors and experts and, you know, they're, they're one human that you're building a relationship with. So when you email, you, you email, like just text only, like you don't want to have like a corporate style email because you are not that corporation yet. Um, you may get there at some point, but you're not there yet. So, and then just tell them a little bit about you, but also the same thing you do in real life, you listen back. So in all my emails, not all of them, but most of them in the series of the sequence, at some point I will say, hit reply and talk to me. I say that a lot. And I actually read every email and I reply to it, which sometimes can get a little overwhelming. It's like I'm in the middle of something big, but it also lets them know I'm listening to them. And then I will make adjustments to things based on what they tell me, or I will make new products based on what they tell me, or I will basically, excuse me, do, do what they tell me. Um, and sometimes though, I take like, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying where Henry Ford, when he was building the car, he said, people, if I'd asked them, they would have just told me faster horses. Sure. Yeah. So his job was to take faster horses and translate that into what they really meant, which was they want to get somewhere faster. Yeah. And he had a different solution to that than horses. Right. So that's your job as the entrepreneur. So like, if your people are saying, you know, I want, um, bigger sales, right then you might say, okay, well, you want bigger sales because you want more revenue, right? But maybe what you really need is more profit margin. So we could talk about profit margin as well as increasing top line revenue, wow. right? Yeah. So that would be, that's how, and so that little mind shift, I just saw you do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So like, that's how they're like, oh, you really get me and you understand my needs. And now I'm into you as well, because you, that's how you build the relationship. And then you get the revenue because you sell them that thing. Yeah. You are incredibly intelligent. Wow. I'm just loving. You're dropping so many bombs of information and wisdom. 
Um, what does it really take to go from six to seven figures on an, uh, in an online business? I really like this question. Yeah. And I think a it lot of people out there are going to like the answer. <laughs> yeah. So I did this in my previous business. I'm working on it, my current business, and I've helped clients do it. And you're not going to like the answer. <laughs> it takes consistency. It takes knowing your message and it takes planning in the form of budgeting and forecasting. Yeah. So that's what people, you know, I find that like you can sort of get to the half million mark relatively easy in the online space. Don't get me wrong. It's work, but you know, with the right systems and stuff, it's like, and then you find yourself there. And what I see in a lot of people is like, they're like, well, what's next? Because they, like, they literally have never seen it. Yeah. And what real companies do (laughs) is plan using money, right? Right. Using their resources. So capital and, you know, that's why it's called human resources. It's much, I don't really like that term, but. (laughs) <laughs> that's why the term exists, right? Like what resources do you have that can help you get to that next level and how do you plan to use them? Yeah. Oh, very good. Oh my gosh. So many, you're dropping bonds of, bombs of information. Where can someone, an entrepreneur out there that's listening, where can they find you if they want to work with you and um, uh, increase the, the size of their business? Yes. Right now the best, business. what? Or streamline their business. The best spot right now is monicasnyder.com. Okay. Um, my, um, as I told you in the beginning, before I think we jump on my um, official, you know, company Birdsong, which is my maiden name, by the way. Okay. Um, like so if that. you ever see, like, all my handles are Monica Birdsong because I've only been married six years, um, and I that's love being. Long, that's long enough. I've been, you know, I was. That's long enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, what's well, funny because a lot of my clients are like relationship coaches, so like I get the byproduct of like like seeing all their stuff behind the scenes. Um, anyway, so Monica Bird, or sorry, Monica Snyder.com is, is that, and then birdsong.co is the company where the courses and the, um, the coaching and the consulting is. And you're on LinkedIn as well. Are you under Monica Snyder or Monica Snyder? Yes. Or birdsong.co. Both are up there. And if you search for Monica Birdsong, you will generally find me because again, I was in this world for a long time under that name. And then I, it was funny because I actually like switched names and switched like into this, like my own business, like all kind of at the same time. So, um, I did lose a little bit of audience there. So that's all right. it's a major evolution. That's all right. You just evolve to another stage and different, different persona. And, and that we all go through that at a certain point, you know, maybe multiple times. I know I'm, <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, that's, I mean, keep going. That's the hard part. Don't get stuck. Oh, no, no, no. I, that's one thing that I, that I'm always pushing forward. But before we wrap things up, Monica, do you have any last words or pieces of advice or wisdom for the audience? Yes. And that is if you want to achieve your dreams, you're just going to need courage and grit and like, just keep those two things in mind as things get difficult because they will get difficult and you just got to keep going. Um, and the most courageous thing to do sometimes is like the simplest, like just show up. (laughs) Yes. Boom. With that being said, Monica, you're awesome. I love your energy. You are fantastic. You can come back anytime. Um, I do have a lot of coaches that are on here that I think that need to connect with you to grow their business. Um, You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.